If you're the kind of dad who brings his own karaoke machine to parties and owns the REO Speedwagon songbook, then this is the podcast for you. Ah, oh, Coach, I love it when you call me Senorita. I love it even more when you call me Big Poppy. This is the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. My friend with no end, it's Coach Randy. Me, the guy speaking, well, that's Adam D. And we're so glad you, the listener, have decided to join us for yet another podcast where we talk about dads and all the wonderful things that they do. Season 2, Episode 6, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Dad. <laughs> it's going to look a little long on your your podcast module when you uh, listen to it on the iPhone, but but trust us, uh, we spent hours and hours and hours coming up with the name vacillating of our, of back episode. and forth. There was vacillating. Not only that, but there was uh, a lot of indecision. A lot of indecision. Yes, I love indeed. That. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Dad. Yeah, and why are we going with Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Dad? I'm so glad you asked that question, Adam. We have musical guests on the program today. I've been waiting weeks upon weeks upon weeks We've to have... we this day for a long uh, time. Very much so. And there were a lot of you know stops and starts just because of uh, our schedule and our guest schedule. Talk about Matt and Riley Hahn. Now, Matt and Riley Hahn are a... A father-daughter duo. We've yes. never really done this before, so yeah. we're always always experimenting. We decided in our off-season that mm-hmm. we're going to try a few new things. This is one of those pieces. And if you're going to do this, do it with Matt and Riley Hahn. So let me tell you a little bit about them. Please do. Not too long ago, they uh, posted a uh, performance, a video performance of them playing guitar and ukulele, respectively, to Shallow from the movie uh, called uh, Star is Born. With it's a famous movie. A famous movie did did quite well at the box office. Quite well it with had, uh, Bradley Cooper, who will always be the talking raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> of the Galaxy. And and Lady Gaga. Yes. Lady Gaga. So they do a cover of that and they posted it, you know, very unassumingly. They didn't think anything would really come of it. Their Dad, friends would say having Bravo. some fun, let's give it a shot. And it just goes what? Uh, from what I know, one point five million views, which is what you call going viral. It went viral. I have no idea how to go viral. You know, I, there's no book on that. My, my my daughter posts a picture of herself with her tongue sticking out, and in 20 minutes she gets 250 likes. Me, I post a picture about some guy raising money for charity in a boxing event. I'm lucky if I get 11 likes <laughs> in a week. <laughs> so, so clearly, boxing events, 11, tongue out by a kid, must be more popular. I, I would stick my tongue out, but nobody's going to like. Uh, I got to tell you, I've seen your guy. tongue. I've seen your tongue. That's a special yes, gift, my friend. Well, it's 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 a God-given gift, and we won't go into that here on the podcast. But what we will do is talk about our sponsor, who's got the God-given gift of marketing. Yes, Berman Branding, BermanCS.com. Of course, she's there for us. She's been there for us. Come on, folks, get out there, contact her. Berman Branding, BermanCS.com. She designed the Bone Daddy logo, which Bone you can Daddy. see on our website. Of course, social media, which is at Bad to the Dad on Instagram, and of course on the famous keychain, which holds keys. <laughs> the famous keychain, I yeah, love very that. Very famous, the famous, famous, famous uh, in our free time. <laughs> yes. And I'd also like to shout out Tap Into the Tap Into Local News Network. Our good friends at Tap Into West Orange in Livingston have given us an opportunity to talk a little bit about Bad to the Dad, do a column, do a preview of. Uh, every week's show. So if you live in the North Jersey area, you can get into the tapinto.net for West Orange or Livingston. You'll see a little bit more content about that. Now, they reached out to you after our last episode, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to promote new and interesting things around the community. And of course, they they post news about the Board of Education meetings and the town hall meetings, local sporting events. But uh, they had heard about us through social media, which is a a magical vehicle, and uh, asked us to provide some content. So thank you so much, Danielle and Jessica, for giving us this opportunity. We are proud to be part of the tapinto.net family. How about that? Just go figure. So now we've got Berman Branding, BermanCS.com, and tap in. We're moving it. We're moving it. Yep, yeah, little by little. We're moving the needle. People are hearing about us. People are hearing <laughs> about us. So coach, I don't know about you, but um, 
I have uh, been traveling quite a bit. You always travel. A little yeah, bit. I know. That's how. Uh, that's how I make things happen. And been taking a lot of Ubers lately. Uber. Yeah. That's a new thing for me. I've taken a few Ubers. That is a whole new thing. Oh, I'm, I'm living. I'm living in Ubers, and uh, you know, used to do the car service thing. Yeah. But now it's Ubers, and not what, Lyft, but Uber. Uh, no, I, I hear like Lyft. Lyft is okay, but yeah. Uber. They got there first, and yeah. they seem to know what they're doing. You stick with I've Uber. Very rarely had a, a terrible, uh, terrible experience with the Uber. Um, now our good friend Rob Field. I remember him. Yeah, episode he's our two, comedian. season one. Look at that, going back into the archives. Haha ha for humanity. He is doing a vignette on Facebook called Uberful Life. Oh, that's such a clever name. Yeah. And I actually scheduled him as my Uber yes. to go to the airport last week. So uh, he recorded this whole uh, shtick with me. Yeah. So if you have an opportunity after listening to Bad to the Dad, go to Facebook, type in Uberful Life, and you'll see the whole exchange between uh. Rob Field and me. It's a lot of fun. He's doing great work. Did great you tip work. him? I did tip him. Yeah? Yeah, he charged me as if he was an Uber driver, and yeah. I, I gave him a little little extra. Do you have a 15, 20%? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he was good, but not so good. Yeah, no, he was he was terrific. He got me there safely. Is he the talking type, or did he pretty Well, much... yeah, so we did a whole, whole bit. A whole bit, so he had to be the talking type. And here's the, the, the thing with Uber. Um, I like to sit in the front seat. You sit in the front seat. I do, because I feel like this is more of a social... Uh, kind of driving then you sitting in a taxi cab being behind that that glass huh. shield oh. I, I really like to get to know my uber drivers see what their story is yes and most uber drivers that i have taken rides yeah. with are very okay with that and the exchange is scintillating what Sti- we learn about scintillating. Each- oh it's scintillating it's fun you know in a 20 minute ride it's amazing what you can learn about a person and their background and why, why you're they're good at Uber. that. You love talking to people. I do. That, that I is do. your skill. I don't do it on airplanes, but I do it in, in Uber yeah. rides because they're relatively short. But I will tell you this. Tell me. When there is an Uber driver yes. who does not want you sitting in the front he'll seat. He'll let you know? Or she'll let you know? <laughs> now, some are polite. They're yeah. like, eh, you know, I've got some fast food wrappers. i got some schmutz got, up here. Yeah, I've got my, my briefcase up here. i got a crate of files. It's going to take me a while to yeah. remove all that stuff in order for you to sit in the front seat. That I get. Now, there are some people, yeah. they've got that front seat jammed against the glove <laughs> compartment. There is no way you're getting that thing back. Make it very clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you may, well, may as well put barbed wire yeah. around it. It's like, yeah, I, I, I have to move the seat back. Um, I have my dad's ashes and a, and a vase <laughs> in the front seat. And I, <laughs> I've got 12 vials of meningitis. I don't think you want to sit in the front seat. This is off limits. I mean, you know, talk about creating your space. So do you give that person like a four star or five star or do you give them a negative star? Look, it's their car. Yeah. I'm a guest in their car. Yeah. If they want to be antisocial, fine. If they right. want me sitting in the back, it's fine. It's not that they're unfriendly. We can still talk, but I'll be sitting in the back. The last ride I had Tell from me. the airport home, yeah. he let me sit in the front seat. And? This guy didn't say a word. Yeah. And he didn't have the radio on. So what, what does happened? that mean? Nothing. Silence. Si- silence. Do you know Hello, what awkward darkness, silence... my own friend. <laughs> Not even that. I've come do to you. Know, do you know what awkward friend. silence does to a guy yes. like me? And I'm trying. I'm like, hey, you just starting out or are you wrapping up your day? <laughs> just starting out. Just starting out. Nothing. No okay. effect. Uh, you do a lot of airport runs? Nah. All day? All day. Airport runs. Okay. Yep. You live in the area? I do. <laughs> so I just Good went to stick. my phone. Good stick. I went to my phone. I set my fantasy football lineup. What Absolutely. What else can I do? You can't hey, force it. That just gives you material for the future for Bad to the Dad. Absolutely. Find us on social media, Instagram at Bad to the Dad, and of course our website, badtothedad.com. We're Bad to the Dad. We are Bad to the Dad. You can find us on social media. Again, our handle on Instagram is at Bad to the Dad. Our website, badtothedad.com. Of course, you can see all the pictures of our guests and what we've been doing behind the scenes. And we're also selling merchandise, t-shirts, sweatshirts, the whole kit and caboodle. But of course, you can buy the keychain that also opens bottles. It's magical. For $3, you can pick one up and each of those $3 will go to a charity, and uh, recently we have been funding the Haymakers for Hope. Greg Haymakers for Hope! Greg Feig fights. Dude, I still think he's going to be lost. I think he's going to be toast. I'm proud of him. Yeah. We had two great episodes. 
my money's still on the you other. You think guy. he's going to get his head bashed in? I think he's. But at his least head he's doing in. it for a good cause, which is leukemia research and awareness, which is uh, really really good, especially for. Uh, the pediatric concerns, the pediatric uh, cancer concerns. So, hey, some people do a 5K walk, other people go into the ring and get their heads bashed in. So that's what Greg is going to do. And the least we can do is give him $3 per keychain in order to make that, that cause happen. Good job, Adam D. Randy, I have been looking forward to this show. I can't even tell you how it's long. It's been like almost over a year, at right? Least, at least five, six minutes. No, but to be honest with you... Um, Matt and Riley Hahn. You've been talking about them. I, I have. You've building I them feel, up. I feel like we're sort of in the in the presence of. Will uh, they live up to the here. expectations? Definitely, they already have just by by showing up here and and agreeing to do this. It's all about showing up these days. Yeah. So so we know the Hans. Yes. Uh, just you know from all the activities in in town and, uh, and and Perry and Riley who we're going to meet in just a bit. Uh, they're they're good friends. Um, not long ago, I think it was within the year, they they posted a father daughter performance guitar and ukulele of shallow it went viral it went viral we viral. gotta figure out this viral thing i would love to go viral well some people say you already are viral and that is why there's a restraining I think there might be some kind of issue about viral but i want to go viral so let's meet matt and riley Hahn. i know matt as a dad he's got a lot of interest he's a great dad equal time for both kids he's got the lovely riley and the lovely caitlin and uh, we'll learn all about them. Matt and Riley, thanks for being on Bad to the Dead. Thanks for Hi. being here. Thank Are you, you guys ready? Thank you. Are you guys Thank ready? You having us. Yeah. 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 They're waiting for us to yeah. shut up so they can start <laughs> right. talking. I'll stop first, talking now. First of all, Matt, saw the most recent Facebook posting. You got a motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Not just any motorcycle. It's the Kawasaki Crotch Rocket. And... Um, so, so, so tell me why. Why this? Is this a midlife crisis or something you've always wanted to do? No, I've always had motorcycles oh. and it, there's been quite a hiatus that I haven't had a motorcycle. And to be, to be specific, this motorcycle is a uh, ZRX 1200, which is a, it's like a muscle bike replica. Eddie Larson was a, a racer back in the 70s mm-hmm. and uh, did really well. And this bike is a takeoff of that. It's a replica. So it's kind of unique. So. Kawasaki. Kawasaki. You didn't want to go with uh, Harley Davidson. I want to be able to ride the bike all the time. All right. Huh. Interesting. And, and Harley's, you can't? I mean, you can tell Sometimes how initiated little, we are with the motorcycles. A little bit more maintenance, maybe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not a bike rider, so I figured I had a question. Kawasaki. So, Riley, what do you think of your dad's new toy? I think it looks really cool. Yeah? I don't know how much he'll ride it, though. Oh, you're calling yeah, him out on huh? this. Huh? No, I think... I think He seems pretty committed yeah, to it, Yeah, he, he's, like, had a bike, apparently. And, like, he's had it, like, before I was born. And he had it, like, until my mom... Like, my with my mom. And then, I don't know. I just don't really remember him having a bike. So this is... So new. you think he's a faker? Huh? <laughs> he's just posing. I'll see. <laughs> Any kind of concern over your dad riding a motorcycle? No, he seems like he kind of knows what he's doing, so... Kind of knows what kinda, he's doing. Kind of, yeah. All right. But, but I, I love the fact that, that there's a dude, I'll say he's a contemporary of ours, right? Who knows what he's doing around a motorcycle. It's a hobby. It's a passion. It's like your thing. And we always say, guys, dads need to have their their thing. Spend a lot of time with our kids and you got to have your thing. But this is just one of your your things, right? Yeah, for sure. It's certainly one of my things. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the, the other things. I know you're um, very active in jujitsu. Yes. Too. Right? Oh, I, yeah. Better watch it. I know haiku. Uh, the, uh, hey, those are great. <laughs> <laughs> He's rapping and rhyming with the, with the best Japanese poets. Yeah, there's no question. How'd you get into the into the jujitsu? Um, so I've always been interested in like the UFC and watching the UFC fights. I really mm. love MMA. And uh, I always used to do pretty good wrestling my younger brother until one day he uh, submitted me and I said, wow. Did you tap out? Completely. Really? One of those arm rolls or what was it? It, it was something that was very humbling. I, I, I'm not exactly sure what it was, but I remember I had to say, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. Older or younger? 11 years younger. Oh my really? god. Yeah. Yeah. My younger brother. So I immediately It's called payback. Yeah. I said, what was that? Let's uh take me. So I uh went to jujitsu. <clears throat> this was um Mike Merkulik. He's he's passed away now. But it was uh Merkulik Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in Montclair. I started in uh when I was forty. That was my big thing. Huh. When I was forty years old, I said I'm gonna start something, uh, a life event with a goal. And um one of my goals is to become a jujitsu black belt. What's unique about jiu-jitsu is that 
it takes at least 10 years usually to get a black belt. It's a commitment. Where are you now? I'm a purple belt with four stripes. So the, the ranking system goes white belt and then you have four stripes, blue belt, four stripes, purple, four stripes, brown, four stripes, then black. Oh, you're almost there. I'm enjoying the journey. That's what they say. It's all about life is a journey. Enjoy the journey. There's no rush. You get it when you earn it. Um, Especially at 40. What do you got? I mean, come on, you got time. Most of the people I train with are almost half my age. Half oh. your age? Yeah, oh. it's really, it's so something they're 20. Ish. Ish. And, yeah. and do those young, those young cats have black belts already? Well, some do, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, the my professor that I train under and his wife, mm -hmm. uh, husband and wife couple, both black belts. I think I have 10 plus years on them. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Huh. And, and what happens after you get the black belt? Do you, uh, is there another stratosphere, another tier? So you have to register your hands as like some kind of lethal weapon? So here's the thing about uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, mm -hmm. that there's no punching and there's no kicking. So ever see, uh, it's like this, 95% of any kind of altercation winds up on the ground. Mm -hmm. It is the only martial art, other than like wrestling and maybe judo, that when you're on the ground, you will win. Because people who aren't trained to fight from the ground usually do everything wait, wrong. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I have to... No hitting, no punching? No. What kind of martial arts is this? It seems well, kind of a little weak. I'm just telling you. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, submissions. So joint submissions, whether it be elbow, Adam D wrist. loves submission. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> I, mean, I hate you now. I hate you. I was looking forward to this, and now I hate you. Man. I love it. And then chokes. Chokes are a big thing. So choking... Uh, your opponent. It's the most humbling thing I've ever done in my life. It's choking. Wow. Choking. You, like, you can do that. That's part of part of the, I don't know if you call it the rule book, but that's part of the rules of engagement. Yeah, 100%. Riley, have you seen your dad fight in a in a, in a, in a jiu-jitsu fight? Yeah, um, he had, a, I forget what it's called, like a tournament, right? Uh, a few years ago. It was like really cool. It was like just a bunch of like people just wrestling and he did really well, I think. Do you like watching grown men roll around on the mat trying to choke each other? <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. These um, <laughs> <laughs> old guys do. <laughs> yeah, that's I, funny. I, Sorry, Matt, you be you. Yeah, I did jujitsu for like a little oh, you did? bit. Yes, I did not like it. It was like it was fun, but it also took a lot of work. And I thought I like if I just put a little effort, I'd get in like I'd get ranking in the belts, and I just couldn't like commit to it. I don't know. It wasn't my thing. Your sister does the jujitsu though, is that correct? She does more than me, but she's not doing it like right now. Not doing it right now. She's so, taking a break. Yeah. A little hiatus. So um, this is a question for both of you. How how was she when she got into the sport? She was really good because yeah. she's tenacious. Mm -hmm. So she would get after it. And um, it's just, it's it's not for everyone because it's very close quarters. You're definitely pushing yourself like from a wind perspective. Mm -hmm. So if you have asthma or things like that, it yeah. can sometimes be a little bit challenging. I mean, there's puffers to open the things up. but So what you're uh, saying is if you have some kind of issue in terms of your breathing, stay off of jiu-jitsu. Go some other route. Uh, be able to pace yourself. Pacing. It's yeah. all about be pacing. Be able to pace yourself. That and ball bearings. It's all ball bearings these days. I mean, better make a Quaker state. It all goes back to fletch lines. See, Always goes that's, back that's to fletch lines. That's for the immaturity of Coach Randy. That, that's the value that Moon we get. Moon River. Yeah. 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 yeah, there you go. Has Riley seen Fletch? No. No. I think it's time. How old are you? 14. Oh, yeah. It's definitely well, look, time. It's you're, PG you're a 13. theater person, right? Uh, yes. Of the highest order. I can't think of of a movie that captures the essence of, of all aspects of theater. Better than Fletch. There's nothing better. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I say that with, you know, great exaggeration. No, I'm like really interested. I'm, I'm going to see it when I get home. Now you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can skip Fletch Lives, but Fletch you must Stick see. It. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's Fletch Lives is like the sequel? That's yeah. the sequel. I don't know if it's called the sequel. It's sort of just another another episode Stick with Fletch. Oh. in yeah. the Fletch series. The original. It's yeah. actually based on a book. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, did right. not know that. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, based on a series of books. You always come with these tidbits of information. Yeah. You know, D. Yeah. Well, I in the you. den, in the den, that is where you, you see the best of me. No question. Always to the best of you in the den. Let, let's talk about the, the theater. You know, um, my daughter Perry is a, a Riley Hahn groupie. <laughs> so she's seen Les Mis, and of course you were in um, the, uh, in, in middle school you were both in a, uh, was it a comedy of errors? Uh, yeah. Shakespeare. It was sort of a um, middle schoolized version of Comedy of Errors, which I thought was extremely well done. Yeah. Um, now, you sang in it. But what I recall from Shakespeare, not many musicals in the Shakespeare repertoire. 
How did it come to be that you were able to sing in that play? Well, okay, so this is a funny story. So originally, story. originally I didn't have a song, right? And then I'm like, oh, I want a song. So then um, my friend's dad was actually like directing it. So I just go up to him one day and I'm like, hey, can you write a song for me to go on it? And he actually, he's like, yeah, sure. And then I, I go over to, house, to his house and then we kind of just work on it. And then by the end of it, I had a song in it. And I'm like, I def- I didn't think that was. What was happen. the song? Huh? What was the song? Mm, it was from like a really long time ago. I don't. But, remember. But was it a song that was written specifically for was, you and this show, yes. or was it? Yeah, it, it was. was it was a unique song. show. Yeah, it, unique song rather. Yeah, it was. It was really good. It was the kind of thing that you. Remember you told me about that. You're like, we have to get these guys on because they've gone viral. Yeah. They, and so it just enhances the overall experience. It's called the tease. Right in the podcast world, we've just created tease. People are now waiting to hear what it's all about. We're teasing, mm. we're teasing, and uh, stop, stop teasing, Randy. Some people don't. Oh, like stop Come it, on, you're stop a, you're, a, you're a bullying <laughs> coach. You should know all about. I should teasing. know all better. I'm sorry. My apologies. Favorite role you've ever played thus far in your your young career? Um, I liked. I liked being Belle and Beauty and the Beast. <gasps> oh yeah, Beauty and yeah. the Beast. <laughs> it was like really fun because I don't know. It was like a main role too, and I feel like it. Just like where the songs were, it was like nice in my. Um, Do you have a favorite range. song of Bell? Um, I th- I like all of the, like not when I'm just singing, but like when the whole ensemble is singing, it just feels like singing. bigger. Yeah. So when all I the like, candlesticks start singing, I think that's what <laughs> makes me makes me the happiest. Yeah, definitely. Like the opening or the ending, anything like um, with everyone in it. Yeah. Ah, I'll be yeah. now. One thing I will do now. Uh, Angela Han is not here. And uh, she know. is the mom and the wife, and she is a, and a I was, terrific lady. Well, part of the reason why is because she's the mom. Right. This is bad to the dad. To the dad. So we're being very clear. Not that we're trying to be anti-mom. Mm-hmm. We do believe that mom is the most significant, most important job in the world. Yeah, we, we have to mention that. You know, <laughs> we just want to make very clear, right? So it's not like we're being anti-mom. We're being pro-mom, but bad to the dad. So Riley does not sit still with the with the theater work. Mm-hmm. She kind of travels all all over in order to perform, which I think is great. But how do you get there? Parents have to take you there. So Matt, let me ask you, what's that commitment like? Getting her to and from auditions that may not be right down the street, or rehearsals that may not be right down the street. Is that a, is it a family affair? Is it take a lot of calendar finagling? Calendar finagling. My wife and I split it up. Anything that happens in the city, I tend to be the the default chauffeur. So when you were practicing for the performance in the in the city, yeah, uh, it was like go to work, leave work at three, pick up Riley from school, go to Manhattan, drop her off for rehearsal for like five hours, and I have to wander the streets of Manhattan for five hours. And <laughs> they are what to do. They want to. They feel belly for you. Do you look like a homeless person? I mean, um, I see the bandit up on top of your yeah, head. I, I made some money uh, sitting out there. I put my guitar out in a hat. And I said, <laughs> I'm well by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's great. You know, for me, it's uh, watching your daughter or your child or anything uh, show excitement and chase their dream. You our job is to do everything we can to empower that as as parents and for me that's that's it takes driving into the city who cares that's nothing yeah and, and i think we're really fortunate being in northern new jersey that you know depending on the traffic day we're not hop skipping a jump but we're closer than most closer than most because i mean unless of course you're 495 lincoln tunnel it mean, could be a pain in the butt but yeah. the fact i mean I'd imagine you obviously appreciate Dad for what he does and yeah, everything else. I mean, definitely. Maybe you should say that a little louder. Yeah, I definitely appreciate <laughs> what my dad does. I just want to make sure the microphone is in and bad to the dad. <laughs> and no, you, you can constantly go back and stream the I'm going to make that my ringer over. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll make sure we, we sample that for you and get it and get it to you. Riley, is this, um, I know you're only 14, and, and who knows, you have the whole your whole life ahead of yeah. you. Yeah. Is this what you want to do with your life, performing theater? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I can't really imagine myself doing anything else or, like, mm. having, like, one of those, like, sitting office jobs. And I'm, like, maybe in the future, like, I might. But for, like, right now or, like, where I'm at right now, I want to do all the performing, like, stuff now. What do you like about performing? It's just so much fun. And then, like, every day it's something new. And I'm always, like, on my feet and, like, doing something. And I, I'm, I'm like, I think I'm pretty good at it. So... Um, if I just keep going, I think I'll get better. And when then, you say you think you're pretty good, I mean, what would it take from thinking and knowing that you are? 
oh, I just, I don't want to be like, um, how do you say, I don't want to be, um. Well, just so you know, she just threw her hair back, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, I don't want to be like cocky, but I think I'm, I think I'm good, so I think if I just keep going and going, I'll get really good. And it just seems like something, it's like so fun and there's really nothing like it. And you what? train? You have like a coach? or Yeah, I have a vocal coach and mm-hmm. I do dance lessons. Well, we drive her to those too. Yeah. Well. So, and, and are they in this city also or are they more local? No. Uh, more local. Yeah. More local, yeah. Hmm. So this vocal coach, all right, mm-hmm. they make a me, 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 me. Yes, they do some stuff. So we warm up and then we learn some songs, yeah. stuff like that. It's really fun. Huh. That's, that's very cool. Now, Matt, when you see Riley perform on stage, like what's going through your mind? What's, what's the emotional... Confluence that's that's going on. Ooh, confluence. That's yeah, a good word. That's, word. You said that I was the genius nice. before you we started. So now I have to live up to that. That's very good. Um, it's a it's a moment of you know you're you're proud, you're nervous. Uh, there's a part of you up there with her. Um, you hope like she hits that note or remembers that line or remembers to open her arms during some expression when you're standing in the kitchen rehearsing and you're talking and you're thinking about this one thing and then she pulls it off or. Or the opposite. Or maybe they have a mistake of some sort and you're there with her and you feel it and you say, well, how, how is she going to handle it? And she works through like a pro. So then it's just like you're very proud. I have to imagine, and, and Coach Randy, you've probably been through more than more than a thousand sporting events as a parent. It's so funny you're talking about that. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. probably like, you know, when your son or daughter gets up to the plate. Yep. Bottom of the ninth or the seventh, depending on what sport you're playing. Mm-hmm. Bases, you know, same kind of thing. I hope. Mm-hmm. He or she does whatever we've practiced. Mm-hmm. Hope they make that free throw. Yep. That uh, it that is such an important hit, free throw. Serve, whatever, whatever, whatever the be. sport may be. Yeah. But you know the same tactics must apply to to theater. The practice, uh, hitting the mark, getting it right. Now you're in front of a live audience. Uh, this is this is where the magic happens. That's mm-hmm. I, I have to imagine that's that's probably what parents feel. So I want to ask you. I know you want to answer. Here's a quick question. Yes. What's it like on the car ride home? Home from like a performance? <laughs> Whatever it might be, what's it like? Like we, we in sports we call it the post game analysis. Yeah. We'll call it the PSA, the post show analysis. Oh, that's smart. Um Thank I think you. yeah, when I have multiple shows, mm-hmm. then um I'll kind of go through it in my head like as the ride home, but then on my last show I'm like exhausted. So yeah. I'd probably just go to sleep. Yeah. But it's like it's always this really nice like jittery feeling when you're done with it yeah. too. And then um, something like uh, theater people coined this term called PSD, which is like post show depression. <laughs> and like um, it's when when you're like spending so much time with these yeah. people that you're just not going to see them anymore. That's mm-hmm. kind of sad. A little sad. Yeah. So how's Dad on the ride home? I'm just curious. Be honest. Be honest. Does he break down? <laughs> Does he break down the performance? Uh, no, he doesn't actually. He. Uh, he usually is like, oh my god, Riley, you did so good. And, and like, he'll say these like really nice things that just make me feel really good. So who's your, who's your toughest critic? My mom. Oh, snap! <laughs> now, was she, was she a performer as well? Uh, no, she's, um, she's just like really good at, um, finding like, or like whenever. <laughs> <laughs> she's really good at telling you when you're not doing something right. I know firsthand. <laughs> I mean, my business would be called as a husband. As a husband. No, no, no. So she's like, good at poking holes. Yeah, oh, no. Boy. I'll always uh, go by like my song and like all of my rehearsing things because when I don't feel like super strong in it, she always helps me to like get through with what I'm like doing and she makes it so much better and she's not a singer but she uh she always like she's like i can't do it but i know when people are doing it right it's actually ironic so singing and playing music and stuff and obviously where riley gets all her fantastic talent <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm just kidding anyway so clearly she, it's not from you <clears throat> i don't know <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna find out soon she enough. she goes she never comes to me on any rehearsing stuff she always goes to her mother which which I think is really really cool. That's a that's a neat that's a neat thing because you know I'm, yeah. a, I'm the one playing guitar and singing around yeah. the house <laughs> and, and driving and, and, and oh and she, she gets yeah, yeah my wife no I know I know she's part of part of the balance right I don't know coach I'm in the mood for a song I would love to hear a song you know I I saw on the YouTube and the Facebook uh, the uh, on, I don't think it's called the YouTube okay I think you're showing your yeah, right. you're right. it's just called you're YouTube right. yeah. Yeah, thank you for calling me out on that. Just want to make sure that we're yeah. doing it right. So let's hear let's hear a tune. Um, hopefully, you'll do "Shallow," which 
sounded uh, awesome on social media. Uh, now we have the treat of having them in the den, mm -hmm. uh, Matt and Riley Hahn performing, uh, performing that tune. And then after we hear it, I'd uh, love to hear how this whole creative enterprise came about with you performing that song with your dad, Riley, and then wanting to put it out there for all of the uh, cyberspace to see. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, coming up on Bad to the Dad, we have Shallow performed by Matt and Riley Hahn. Those are hairs. 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 And you have little hairs. Yes. Well, it's going from the front to the back. And it's for the front and to the back. And apparently on my neck, I still have them. They're and still they're, standing. They're standing up. Dude, that they're is standing sick. Standing up. That is sick. <laughs> wow. That was that was great. That was awesome. I'm giving you yeah. a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th thanks for doing that. Um, you know, I'm sure our listeners are going to enjoy it, but I think. Can appreciate. Uh, it unfortunately, yeah. Can. I mean, they're they're not here. They're, they're not, not here. here watching this live. They're there. We're here. Yeah, but you know what? That's okay. It's still going to sound amazing. We'll have to pretend that they're here and they're there. You know that Riley is actually the second ukulele player we've had on it our show. It is! Wow! Wow! The Look second. And I have to admit, she's I mean, she's a little bit better than her first oh, one. Oh, hands down. I'm, I mean, not, I'm not even going to be... We love half. We love half. We do love half, but... Half, shout out to you. You did a good job. I'm not going to hedge. I'm, I'm giving props to Riley here. So I've got to ask. The ukulele has become extremely popular. Why does well, one become popular? I mean, how does it become popular? The ukulele. Fred, I'd like to know why the ukulele, Riley? Not, why not the guitar? Why not the electric guitar? Why, why the ukulele? So my, this was originally my dad's. And, um, and then it was too small for him. <laughs> <laughs> you grew out of it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. It was just like one day. I'm like, you know what? I want to like do something. So then I go up to the attic and I just see the ukulele. And so then I learned like um, 
uh, True Colors by Cindy Lauper. True Colors. Keep it up for the Granny. Stop. Please stop. This is why we have musical guests, so we don't have to sing. No, I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear True Colors right, later. We, I'm, I'm, I'm doing some VH1 uh, storytelling. Absolutely. Here. This Go is ahead. behind the music. My bad. So, Without the drum. <laughs> so. Um, I don't know. I like played it for them and I'm like, I really like this instrument. And so then I learn a few more songs and my dad's like, you know what? You can have this. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was going to stop you here. So you, you, you see the ukulele sitting in the attic. Yeah. Light shines on it. Yeah. You this go over to it and you pick it up. You just play? Yeah. This is before everyone else started getting on the ukulele track. No, but you just so, you, you just yeah. knew how to play. You didn't have uh, to... No, no, no. I had to, I went, I went on my computer and then, um, Everyone's learning now. It's all about computers these days. Yeah, yeah I went on the Yuku tabs or whatever it's called, and then um, Yuku tabs. Yes, and so then it like tells you, um, well, it like has all the notes, yeah. right? And then you can like hover on the um, note, and then it like tells you how to play it. And so then I learned how to play that in like I don't know. And how long? How long did it take you? I think it took me like forty-five minutes or something. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Are you kidding me? Forty-five freaking minutes! Oh my god! Forty-five freaking minutes to learn how to play ukulele. I can spend forty-five days have no idea how to I, do I it. I was a saxophone player in high school. I had uh, all all three of the main saxophones: alto, tenor, and baritone. And I, I still couldn't get it right. So 45 minutes Because I didn't YouTube. have YouTube or, or apps to, to teach me how to play. So 45 minutes on YouTube, yeah. and you figure out, and you learn... Not on YouTube. Lo- it was on an app. The yeah, app, the app. Yeah. Yeah. The Yuka Tab. The Yuka Tab. Now, what about you? How did, how did you learn to play the guitar? Um, I started guitar after my bar mitzvah. One of my... Mazel Tov. There you go. Yeah. I uh, decided to use some of my uh, bar mitzvah money and buy a guitar, and... Uh, you know, I was listening. So it was during the when the Stray Cats were really popular. Remember oh, the Stray Cats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. So I got stri- exactly. Okay. I got really into yeah. it, and I really liked it, and I wanted to be. Uh, like a rockabilly guitar player, and I really was in the fifties. I was really an oddball kid when well, I was really, when was I, a lot of fun. I was telling Riley when I was fourteen, the movie um, Stand by Me. Came oh, out. Stand by Me! Great movie, and the soundtrack. Exactly. I'm sorry. It just That's came okay. To me. I know you're. You're like I. I don't know what like ADD medicine we need <laughs> to prescribe you. But you're on fire. To, I don't know. What, one one week away from the den, and you're like, I'm just jump. I'm, I'm yeah, somebody we've got music cord. in here. Music is somewhere we in my do. body. It, it does. Uh, it does something to people. It does it something does. to people. So yeah, Matt, continue. Yeah. So I mean, I took some lessons, and it was okay. I have a hard time really focusing for any long period of time. I think it's like tension so deficit. I they call that ADD, ADHD. I have. But that. some of the best of us are really okay with it. They say some of the smartest people in the world have it. Told you so. so I'm going to go Smartest with that. people in the world. I don't know who so. said that. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention until you hit me on the arm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's. I just uh, started learning and listening by uh, you know, the songs I like and try to play it. And then after a while, I just started writing songs. And that was my. So you thing. write your own songs? I know how to play more of my own songs than I do any other Do you have like songs. a love ballad? I have everything. You have a love ballad. I absolutely. Do. What is your favorite song to play? Um, that that's not an original. That's you know that you cover, um, other than Shallow. No, 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 I want an original. Well, let me ask about the non-original, and then we'll go original. All right, fair. We'll follow your approach, and then go to yeah. my approach. I don't. I, you know, it's the craziest thing. I couldn't pick one right now. Mm-hmm. I really don't have an original. That I mean, I play so many different songs at home mm-hmm. and I'll get on a kick. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite? Yes, I have a favorite. Not of his originals but of the song that he covers. Yeah, what is um, it? He, he, uh, my mom and my dad went to New Orleans once for like a wedding and um, apparently they saw like this um, like oh, yeah. like jazz band playing yeah, on the street yeah, yeah, and then for the year after that yeah. when he came back that's the only song you play and I don't know what it's called but... Yeah, I don't know what it's called, too. It's by yeah. a band called... Not the House of the Rising Sun, is it? It's by a band called Yes, Ma'am. And oh. I saw them on the street, and I just thought that they were really, really great, and that song just kind of stuck with me. Let me hear uh, it. Uh, it goes, How much money like, did they make wandering the streets? <laughs> Home. 
I got the weight of the world on me. I love my baby, but she don't love me. I got the weight of the world on me. I love my baby, but she don't love me. This is this is so freaking cool. I, I don't know if the neighbors appreciate it, but this dad. is really cool. I suck as a dad. I mean, you just I, don't play an instrument. I, yeah. You had the opportunity because your dad was a music teacher, <laughs> yes. and you blew it. I blew you it blew big it. time. It's all. I mean, wow. I, mean, yeah. I play catch with my kids, which is fun. Yeah, this but is a different dynamic. Now, does this happen often in the Han household where guitars are picked up and jam sessions just occur? Yeah, is it typical. Um, they're like sometimes like. Uh, well, I want to say like little like short hiatuses where we're not really like playing that much. But then there are other times where my dad will just like pick up his guitar and then for like all of the day or something, he just he's just playing it. And I'm like, can you not? I'm trying to do something here. But it's like it always sounds so good. I was thinking maybe Randy, if we're ever having a bad day, why don't we just have them come over and? Oh my God! I mean, it, it life is about playing guitar. You cannot be sad or angry, upset. No. You play the guitar, even but you can bring sad. that out too. Yeah, uh, yeah, you express yourself. Sometimes you know? it's good to be in those moments as yeah. well. I work with a lot of uh, music therapists in, in my business. You work with music therapists? Music therapists, and they go into hospice, and they play music. Oh, I get Music you. of the generation of uh, the geriatric person who unfortunately is going through this dementia or whatever uh, issue that they're going through, you know, the, the um, twilight of their life, and they hear songs, and yes, it brings tears, but often it brings tears of happiness. Thank you for bringing me back to that happy part of my life when I was able, I was ambulatory, I was in love. And music has a very conjuring effect. It's, it's unreal. It's unbelievable. If I may, I'd Please. like to go back to um, Shallow on the social media. So first of all, what, um, what motivated you to post it? So uh, the Grammys were on, right? And we watched Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga do, do their thing. Do you think they're in love? I gotta tell you, there was something between us. I mean, we're just gonna. I mean, Riley, there was something. Yes. I don't know. Was it good acting? Just good acting. I think so. They said it was acting. It felt much more than just acting. Yeah, for like a while, I I like looked it up. I'm like, are Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper back together? And then it's like... Were they ever together? Were they ever together? They Are you were. a rumor? I thought they were. Oh, my. Weren't really? they? I, I, I didn't read that oh, in the People magazine. I don't know. Which was left on the bathroom floor, and I have to imagine <laughs> everything in it. It's true. <laughs> there was talk. I mean, I think Bradley Cooper's married and everything. I mean, that's okay. Oh, you he can, was married? You can gossip all you want. It's really good here. Here, oh. bad to the dead. Yes. Anything's open. I don't know. I thought that they were together, and then they like... They felt like it, right? I thought they were together, yeah, but I'm maybe like they split up, and then I thought that they did it again. Well, you hear it. The life of a 14-year-old Riley. She felt it. They were together. She, she Must knows be what's true. up. You want to know what's going on in pop culture? You got to talk to the 14-year-olds. They know. Yeah. They know everything. Not me, but. <laughs> so the Emmys are. Uh, sorry, the, the Grammys. The Grammys are uh, are happening. You're uh, you're you're doing this song. You post it. You get something like over 1.5 million. Do views. you make money off of that on YouTube? So here's what happened. We we didn't we don't well I don't know I don't we didn't make any money so it was kind of interesting so we watched the Grammys and then Riley got inspired and learned the song on the ukulele and came downstairs the next night and said hey dad do you want to play shallow with me and we'll do it together I and so I look up the chords on the computer and um, I said okay let's give it a shot so we did it once at the dining room table and it sounded pretty good I go. Hey, I'm going to record it. Do you mind if I record it? So I recorded it. What do you use to record? My iPhone. Okay. Yeah, nothing fancy. Thank God for the iPhone. Yeah, mm -hmm. just recorded it. And then, so what happened was, I originally posted it up on my page. And it, it didn't my really... MySpace page or a Facebook oh my page? Goodness. Remember that? I just want to make sure we're talking yeah, about... No, I put it on Napster. Okay, Napster. And, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so wow, we, uh, that's 
we uh, decided to, uh, we, we, I posted it, and it got some hits just from my friends and everything, because I don't usually post anything public, but then uh, I got a, I don't know how it happened, but I got a, an email, a message from this uh, page called Music Life, and Music Life said, we'd love to uh, post your video on our page. I'm like, yeah, sure, knock yourself out. And so they posted it, and I looked, and I was like, oh, look at that, it's got a thousand hits. And I remember being at work with my friend, and I would say, hey, look, it has 5,000 hits. Maybe, oh it'll, gosh. maybe it'll get 10,000. Yeah. And then I got 10, then I got 30, and then I got 100. And then I was like, what's going on? So right now, I believe it's at 5.1 million views. Oh, my <laughs> God. I brag about it. That's crazy. That is, like, legit viral. But, but nobody's contacted you saying, we'd love to have your act at this festival, at that festival, on, on this show, on that show? No. Absolutely there's, nothing. There's I think they're wrong. There was something really crazy that happened. So my dad was like on an airplane. Yes. And he was sitting next to a person. And that person saw the video. And he's like, hey, are you that guy that sang with his daughter from the video? <laughs> are you Riley Hunt's dad? <laughs> yeah, it happened on a, I was in Houston and it happened at physical therapy also. Some lady were like, I'm so are you that? Are you her dad? Oh, did I see you singing on a video with a young lady? I go, yes, she did. Well, which video? <laughs> yes, I did. Were you shocked by the number of hits it got? Yeah, out of control. Five million's a lot. That's like crazy. I don't think Riley really got it because I would say to her, "Hey, we're at one point two million. She goes, "Oh yeah, cool." I go, "That's a lot of people." That's like a million people. That's like that's like seven figures. It's hard to conceptualize. If you had a dollar for every person, you'd be a millionaire. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to conceptualize that many people individually taking the time to sit and listen to. You're saying now it's over five million. Five point, yeah, five point one. We got to push that. We got to get that. Let's get to ten. Let's get. We want ten. We want ten. We want ten. So what an incredible performance you guys have been playing. I'm overwhelmed. I'm a little bit in awe. I have to admit. You know, uh, Matt, we have this thing called Dad Vice, which is advice for dads. We call it Dad Vice. Get it? Dad plus advice. Dad Vice. And what we'd like to do is ask you if you have any kind of advice or Dad advice for our listeners. Given the fact that you're a dad, what kind of dad advice would you give our listeners? Find that one thing that you can bond with your child, like the deepest, rudest thing, like whether it's having a catch, whether it's going for a run, whether it's playing ping pong, whatever it is, find that thing that you could share with your child. And having two children, I have two completely different kind of personalities, and sometimes it's tricky finding finding it all but that that would be the one thing i would say as, as a dad i can't agree more i like it i, like I love it. the fact that you're going to spend some time with your kid clearly i bet you it means a lot of that you have your dad yeah it's like it's awesome because like we get to like share this like musical thing all right between you and me we're not going to talk to dad <laughs> all right does he annoy you no, he actually doesn't. What? Well, yeah. Clearly, he's not doing his job. Yes. No embarrassing. You no know embarrassing moments. Oh, embarrassing moments. He's he's very outgoing, right? Absolutely. So he doesn't really get embarrassed very easily. Yeah. So he'll just like go up to my like go like randomly and just like um we'll like listen to like one hundred two point seven and then I'll start like screaming it. He's screaming the 102.7. song. One hundred two point seven. Yeah. Are your friends in the car when this is no, happening? No, 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 no. But like. It's just funny. Like, I'm not really embarrassed. I just start laughing. You're not embarrassed, but he makes you laugh. Yes. Yeah. Well, I love the fact. Spend time with your kids doing something that's relevant. Matt has great dad advice. We, we, are, we are blessed with our show. We, we have a lot to learn. I think our listeners probably got a lot out of this show. I know I, know I did. So happy to have Matt and Riley Hahn finally in the den. Thanks so much for, for making Thank the time and, and playing for us and Frankly, playing for our It was, it was our pleasure. Thank Thanks you for having us. We had a great time. Yeah, Absolutely. I bow really to the cool. greatness, oh bad to the dad. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, we are bad to the dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We're bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. And again, I want to thank Matt and Riley Hahn. Different kind of format. We thought we'd give it a try. I gotta tell you, I had a lot of fun listening listening to <laughs> the story, legit. but listening to their They're music. Legit. They were yeah. legit. And I, I can't wait to see whatever new theatrical program uh, Riley is in because she's very versatile. She's been the cat in the hat. She's been Belle. Oh, she was in Shakespeare. 
Um, triple threat. You know, they say triple threat. Yeah. Uh, song, song, dance, dance act. and act. It is. Uh, yeah. She brings it, and um, you know, you really got to thank Matt and Angela's influence. That's the. Those are the parents for. For all the talent that uh, Riley showcases on the stage, um, I hope we can do more of that. That kind that of was thing. Really, it was uh, actually what I thought was really fun. We had them both in here. We asked them a question. First of all, great kid. Oh yeah, right, great kid. She can talk. She was funny. Uh, made some funny comments about her dad. Dad wasn't up. I mean, it was all you want about and seeing a daddy daughter relationship mm-hmm. in terms of the uh, a mutual admiration. You no, know, it's just it's like annoying. Anything else? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I was really enjoying their music. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really... Uh, it hit that high note. Oh, But you can tell they take it really seriously. Oh, no, no, no. Well, people don't understand. Yeah. That took a few... You know, that took a couple uh, type of shots. We want to make sure he had it right. Yep, yep. But, uh, but we also know that the, they're, they're very well rehearsed, too. I mean, because... When they have their free time, they're playing together yeah, and they're no. enjoying each other's company, but they're also challenging themselves to, to do new and, uh, and, and wonderful music. And... I've I've seen a lot of stage parents, yeah, and I've seen a lot of stage kids, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, there are a lot of messed up kids. No, God, there's a <laughs> there's a ton, and and I I was just thinking about the same thing because I do a lot of sports. Yeah, uh, even after we we had a big game today where the parents for the other team were way out of control. Mm-hmm. Kid, they the other team beat us. Yeah, they had won, and the kid who pitched far too many innings was actually going through the line as we were thanking him for a good game crying for whatever reason, and they actually win the game. So there's crazy messed up yeah, parents. Yeah, something going on behind the scenes, down to earth here, yeah, right? No, you know, it was... Uh, that, very down to earth. And it was really... What I loved is how she really appreciated uh, her dad and the love and admiration. You know, it is tough being a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Adam D., you, you know, uh, we all know, it is... It is a, I mean, yes, moms have got the hardest job, but being a parent in general, we have no... I have no clue what we're doing. Uh, it was really nice. The energy between the two of them just is really nice to see it and made you feel really good and proud of the two of them. I think this is one of those episodes I'm going to listen to probably five or six times in a given week, and then I'll, I'll probably go back. It you was just, it was to just it. so I mean, joyful. It just the shallow and then the riff at the end. Um, Out of nowhere. That was just so cool. No. We, uh, I am blessed. Adam D., as always, you have a great guest. I know we have some other exciting guests coming up next week, as you always do. Um, but it is... Uh, we're lucky doing what we do for Bad yeah, of the Absolutely. Day. So next week, the trade tables have to go up. we yes. got to buckle up. we got to watch that safety video. we yes. got to learn about how the plane becomes a flotation exactly. device. Exactly. Because we're going to be doing Air Dads. We've got a dad, <laughs> a good friend of ours, Brian Lipson. He is yeah. a commercial airline pilot. So what's it like being a dad who also flies around the country flying executives in a, in a private jet? I think that's very cool. I can't wait to hear about all those stories. Yeah, and it's called Air Dads? Air Dads. <laughs> Air Dads. <laughs> Maybe we can get frequent flyer miles for having them on the show. I don't know. We'll work something out. But we are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Thanks, Dads. Have a great week.